Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of AUSU Open Mic. My name is Natalia Iwanek, and I'm your VP Community and Wellness here at AUSC. I'm your guest host for today's episode, and I'm absolutely thrilled to be here talking with some student guests about one of my favorite times of the year, Pride Week. First, let's welcome Mel and Vivanka P to the podcast. Hey, how are you both doing today? And thank you so much for joining me on Open Mic. Let's start with the basics. What's your name, pronouns, program, and location? As little or as much as you're comfortable sharing. Let's start with Mel. Hi, my name is Mel Mirasol. My pronouns are he, him. I came from the Treaty 7 region of Southern Alberta, the traditional territories of the Blackfoot Confederacy, the, the Tutina, the Yaxi Nakoda Nations, and the Métis Nations, or colonially known as Calgary. I am in the Computing and Information Systems program, and I recently added a minor in biology. I used to be, and I think my term has ended, um, one of the student-at-large member engagements community, but my term has ended for the past three years. Um, I think it was a month ago. But yeah, I was a member of a, uh, a committee in AUSU. Awesome. Thanks, Mel. And over to you, Vivanka. Yes. Um, thank you for having me today, Natalia. Um, my name is uh, Vivanka Pika Shamana. Uh, my pronouns are they, them. And uh, right now I'm in my final year actually um, doing my uh, bachelor, bachelor of Arts in Political Science, specializing in Political Science. I'm from the Edmonton area. And uh, yeah, so I'm also part of the Social Justice uh, Initiative Committee here at the university. And uh, I'm looking forward to this uh, podcast and, and see what uh, we can talk about. And, and before I hand it over to you back, Natalia, I just really want to say thank you to you because I have seen you working on this, um, in, 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 on focusing on equality and, and really being there as the front line uh, when it comes to the issue of equality and inclusiveness and stuff for the university. So I just wanted to say thank you. I aspire to be like you. Yeah, so I think that's much all about me. Uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And honestly, right back at you, I see um, all the work that you've been doing, both of you. And it, it's absolutely amazing. Mel, what brought you to AU? Well, what brought me to AU was the flexibility, first of all. Like many students at Athabasca University, I have a full-time job. I have a full-time nine-to-five job. And... After I finished my, my diploma, I actually did my diploma at SAIT. It was um, a, a while ago. I'm not going to say when, but it's been a while ago. And um, the, what was great about it was it's, it's, I can transfer my diploma to other universities. And one of the options was going to either University of Lethbridge, which is down south, or Athabasca University. And I made some some uh, uh, weighing my option. I was weighing my options on which university I'm going to go to. And I remember back in 2012, I talked to the HR of my company and I told her what my options are. And she said that if I'm going to go to University of Lethbridge, I would have to stop working. And back then I could not do that because I had too many financial obligations, especially for my family. So the, one of the biggest options was Athabasca University. And she said that, you know, it's, AU is actually a, uh, 
a really good university. And it's also, and I also uh, found out, I think it was like three years ago, that it's one of the CARI, or now known as CARU, uh, which is the comprehensive um, universities. There's only four of them, uh, University of Alberta, University of Calgary, University of Lethbridge, and Athabasca University in Alberta. And it has that transferability of credits from one university to another. So it's, it's, it's accredited. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, I, I can't give up my job and at the same time, uh, just for, just to go to school, just to go to Brigham Mortar University. And that's what was attractive about Athabasca University is being able to do that. And at the same time, it's an accredited university. Right. So uh, that was, that's why I, I'm, at Athabasca now is um, because of that. That's great. Thank you, Mel. And what brought you to AU? Yeah, so I think me and Mel, we have the same story, actually. Uh, But mine started in 2019, the time I was going to uh, Norquist College here, um, trying to study human services and working uh, full-time Monday to Friday and then try to go to college which meant I have to be there full-time in person. It was really, really hard. I went through a lot. My manager, uh, they couldn't have me working and study at the same time. So I had to give up my position for a little bit. Uh, really working, you know, working as a barista and like having uh, like rent to pay, vehicles to pay and stuff. It was really, really hard. And then when I finished my um, my program at Norcris College, uh, um, I was like, what am I going to do? Because it was really hard for me. Um, and I want to pre- pursue my studies. I, I want to go to law school and Norcris don't really have any, you know, degrees or anything. My only option was to go to, to either to go to um, McEwen University or um, the UFA. And that as well required that I had to be there full time. Uh, being there in, uh, in person as well. So it was really, really hard. And, and then I thought about Athabasca University. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to give it a shot and see where it goes. Uh, and then before I joined uh, the university, I, I signed up for any courses or anything. I, I reached out to uh, the university that I was considering uh, uh, going to, uh, for law school. Uh, so the UFA was like, hey, yeah, if you go to Athabasca, you would take credits from them, courses from them, whatever. So if you want to go there, you can go there, but you know, you have to be in this uh, specific program as whatsoever. Yeah. So then I, I was like, you know what, this is great. Um, I'll be, you know, it's, I'm going to the flexibility. It's, it's awesome. Uh, I won't be under any, un, uh, under pressure or anything like that. So it was really great. So um, yeah. So I think that's was one of the reason flexibility and then the reason that I can also transfer the credit uh, for law school because right now I'm kind of like in my final year actually I'm finishing in December and, and right now I'm also preparing for the asset and preparing for the uh, law school application uh, process and the quality of education uh, from the Athabasca University. I remember uh, my first term here at the university, uh, writing and, and everything, it was really, really hard because when I was at the college, I was like, you know what? I'm good. My GPA was at four. I was like, oh, this is easy, whatever. And then my first writing, my first assignments here at the university was quite, uh, it took a toll on me because I, was like, I wasn't expecting this. It's like, I have to be very critical. I have to be very thorough. I was like, wow, this is great. And uh, yeah, so I think that's all about my, what brought me to the university. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing it. You know, it's always interesting for me how 
we're all from different places, but we all have such similar stories of why we came to AU. And I, I always love to hear um, student stories. Um, so I'd like to talk a little bit about AUSU's 2S LGBTQIA plus Discord server, which um, AUSU began in November of last year as a way to create a safe and inclusive community space for um, AU undergrads, as well as friends and allies. Um, we've been steadily increasing our numbers monthly, and um, we do have plans to expand the server. Some of our recent initiatives have been um, the creation of resource lists, as well as um, kind of bi-weekly um, drop-in hours for a virtual student lounge. Um, I wanted to know from both of you, um, why is it important uh, to provide a space for the 2S LGBTQIA plus community in the form of a Discord server? Really having a safe space for 2S LGBTQIA plus um, community, it's very, very important uh, because I feel like in our society, we don't have uh, the community, the LGBT community, don't really have a space to go at times uh, when you reach out to 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 different people or to your coworkers. Sometimes you you don't feel safe at all because they might start um, mocking you or speaking stuff about you. So having a space, at, such a space at the university, it really, I think, it helps us even who don't have any families, who don't have any support just to reach out and, 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 and to have a community and, and to share what we can share and, and, and to have a group of friends that we can rely on and, and do activity together. So I think that's why um, the university should have uh, such space. Very relatable. Um, I actually agree with Vankapi here, especially that, um, I mean, the setup at AU is so different from brick, brick and mortar universities, right? We don't have that physical space for students to actually show up and talk about their experiences and whatnot. So the Discord server actually helps other people, especially with that anonymity, because you don't have to put your actual name in the, the in your profile. And I understand that a lot of people are not ready to go out yet and um, talk about uh, what they're experiencing. But at the same time, they are looking for that space um, to talk about, to talk freely about their, their experiences. I'm more of a lurker <laughs> in, in the Discord server. I haven't been talking or initiating a lot of conversations in there, but I've, I've read some, some, some chats from other students about just talking freely about, uh, about, their, about anything, actually. And I think just, just it, starting from that, just talking about anything, it's a good starting point for a lot of people to talk about their um, what they're going through. And um, talking about platforms, um, the virtual platforms that we have, um, I think I remember back when we were in the MEC committee that we were thinking about, you know, what are the different social platforms that we can we can use, we can utilize for the for this community. And a Discord uh, came up. And it was actually a really good option because most of the groups AU or yeah for at AU uh, for students to meet up most of it exists in either let's say like Facebook or WhatsApp and it gets too homog homogenized, but having that different platform makes it a little bit more playful and fun. Um, uh, 
yeah, and I think it's having the Discord server is is great, especially yeah, again for for that anonymity and at the same time the the just to break from that that homogenized environment that what for the social media platforms that we have. Definitely, thank you, Mel. Do you think the new Discord channel is meeting the immediate needs of the student community? Yes, um, thank you. Uh, I think it does actually because we we share pictures, we share happy moments, we share our frustrations. Uh, I think we the 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 Discord. I think the Discord channel. I think it does really meet uh, the immediate needs of students uh, when it comes to communicating with other students in the in, within the community. Um, trying to build relationships because I know there was a student who was supposed to teach me French and stuff like that. So I, I do really believe that, that the Discord uh, channel does go above and beyond to, to really to build into such a community. And Thanks. I definitely agree. And uh, Mel? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that as well. Um, and again, I, I, what I've mentioned in the previous question is that it's a good starting point for people to talk about just pretty much anything. I know that my favorite channel just let you know it's the pets <laughs> because i like to share anything about anything any chance that i could get to talk about my pet i would do it <laughs> and the discord server actually helped so much to talk about that and people were flooding that channel with pictures of their pets and you know what guys i do not have enough time to like all the photos so please slow down because every picture of a pet that i will see i will love I will unlike and love it again <laughs> because they're just so cute. And that's my favorite. Um, that's my favorite channel. So yes, I think it actually helps to talk about uh, experiences and it's a good starting point to have those conversations. Thanks, Mel. I definitely agree with that. I spend way too much time in that channel, just looking at all the pets and wishing people would post mo more photos, but then I don't, I don't want to ask people because that sounds strange, but it's like, please post more dog photos and cat photos. I love it. I think it just makes our days, right? Oh, yeah, uh, totally. So um, from your perspective, what unique needs come to mind when you think of Athabasca University's 2S LGBTQIA plus community? And what needs to be considered by AUSU when looking to serve this group? Yeah, so what comes to my mind, it's actually the... Uh... The transgender community needs um, really, and for some reason, I just want to focus on that because I feel like transgender community, uh, my community is going through a lot when it comes to the healthcare uh, system and when it comes to workplace. It, it is really hard. Uh, the transgender, it is the one that really is suffering. And um, so, when it comes to uh, you know maybe the Athabasca University or the AUSU. Um, Maybe when it comes to policy making or implementations or anything, maybe to consider more uh, help for the community, uh, more another platform. I think the same platform, but more really focusing more on this issue because it does really does it is the one that really hit home and uh, having more support, uh, more advocacy on this group, I think to make much difference. Thank you for that. Definitely agree. I think AU should focus more on. Um, considering students that are on this community when when developing policies, especially with when it comes to like access for bursaries and whatnot, because there are a lot of students out there that might not be as vocal about their needs, especially the ones that do not have family support that or that do not no longer have any family support 
financial or even like just emotional support, just um, maybe focusing more on around that, considering that group as well, you know, um, because I think that from, from my perspective, the LGBTQ community, I think there is more issues with um, related to that, that um, lesser access because they don't have any support that exists to them. I think, um, I think that's uh, one of the things that the community needs more support. Thanks, Mel. Um, thanks both. Um, we are actually in the process of developing a lot more services and uh, initiatives for the community this year. So stay tuned. It's, uh, it's pretty exciting. And, um, and now um, I'd like to move on to the rapid fire question round. So just a bunch of uh, really quick questions. First thing that comes to mind, feel free to yell out. Um, first question, favorite 2S LGBTQIA plus musician, author, artist? Oh, right now, uh, obsessed with or <laughs> <laughs> I am obsessed with Orville Peck. He is, um, I know that a lot of people are not a huge fan of country music, but he, his voice, it just, it melts me. It's, it's so gorgeous and I, I love it. And he speaks or he talks about his, his actually songwriting is so beautiful. And I'm more of a slow music. I love slow music because I'm more of a, I listen to lyrics more than the production of the, the song. And his songwriting skills is just amazing. So right now, my biggest, uh, he is the, the, he is my favorite. Let's just put it that way. Wow, Natalia, you caught me off guard here. So I wasn't really prepared for this. <laughs> so um, I'm not really sure because like, I don't really listen to music uh, unless it's gospel music. I'm more like into gospel songs and stuff. So and I don't really know if there, if there are any... LGBT musician like into gospel songs so like whatever if there's any LGBT uh, gospel singer there so maybe it's my fan or whatever so right now I don't really know anything about LGBT musician so yeah so I'll get that's completely fine any musicians is perfectly fine and I'm sure um, our listeners would like to hear this one's a little bit easier so um Dream vacation spot? I would say South Africa. Yeah, I think South Africa. Actually, the nature, uh, safari, and just, you know, a different environment, like different culture. So I would say South Africa for sure. Oh, that sounds beautiful. And Mel? My dream vacation spot is Faroe Islands. It's, um, it's right next to Iceland. And it's just a group of smaller islands. It always rains there. So it's not as beautiful as what everyone thinks because I just, I'm pretty sure like people have seen pictures about it, about Faroe Islands. But I just want to go there because it's so isolated and there's not a lot of people. I know that just coming out of the pandemic, this is just so weird <laughs> to hear someone wants to go somewhere isolated. But I like places that are not, that are not swarming with people. <laughs> you know and there's there's actually a town in Faroe Islands there's only 18 people that are living in that town and it's just so beautiful that is just my dream um because I grew up in a small town of I'm not going to call it like a small town but like there's about 20,000 people living in there and I just I love places like that and so yeah Faroe Islands is my favorite or sorry my dream vacation spot 
it's really expensive to go there, but I, I would one day. That sounds amazing. What about favorite city in the world? Anywhere. Um, that's a good question, actually. So for now, I would say maybe London. I haven't been there. I've been like every time I go somewhere, I see these beautiful buildings, French, you know, whatever. So I'll be like, oh my God, it reminds me of London. I've never been there too. So like maybe I'll say London for sure. I want to go there one time. And- that's amazing. My, mine would mine would would be Vancouver. Um, I know that the living living there is really expensive, but weather there is so perfect and everything is just in a walking distance. And there's just a lot of things. There's there is a lot of things to do in Vancouver. You can walk around, you can bike, you can eat out in the patio. And that's just it, that's gorgeous for me. You know, and I I I'm not a an amusement park person. I mean I would go, but anything that is I have it it's visually appealing, naturally visually appealing. Let's I'm gonna use that word, naturally visually appealing, because Vancouver is a lot of that. Um just looking at the ocean during sunset yeah i would say vancouver nice what about favorite au course taken so far oh can i start (laughs) yeah um psychology but i took that a couple of years ago and that was my favorite um that was my favorite course because i've learned a lot about my well just my psyche my my psycho well Sorry, I messed it up because I forgot the contents of the course. <laughs> but it's it's it was one of my favorite, and it it was one of the courses that actually I did not. It was I was aiming for an A plus, but my tutor um, I was aiming for an A plus, but I remember was taking that course that during the the finals, I was about like 03 percent from getting that uh, that mark. But I wasn't upset of not hitting that because I just enjoyed the course so much that I didn't care, you know. And that's why I enjoyed the the psychology. The psych it was um, I forgot the course number, but it was one of the psych one hundred one or psych one 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 course. Awesome. And Vankabi, what about you? Okay, yeah, mine will be. <clears throat> Uh, one of the legal study course 482 jurisprudence I just it was one of my favorite I'm not sure if it has to do with the uh, with my instructor my tutor I I don't know I, I refer to them as my instructors I don't know why so I'm not sure if it's like my tutor or the course but like I really like the course because it talked about the theory of law and all these kind of things what the law means the, the obligations of law like to obey, obey law and everything so it was really really one of my favorite I, I feel like it, it kind of gave me uh, a perspective like of what to expect when you go to law school um, writing papers to even drafting a question really oh my gosh the course learned so much for me and and I liked my my tutor as well he was so nice and very straight to the point and, and when when he needed to correct me he did it right away and when when I did great, he would say, "Hey, Vangapi, I like your questions here. You did great." And uh, yeah, so it was one of my course and um, my favorite course. It is one of my favorite course, and I know it came to an end. Hopefully, hopefully, AU will draft more courses like this that really look into the theory of law or whatsoever. Because I don't know, I just like everything about law. That sounds really interesting. Actually, let me write it down. Um, I. I want to change my my answer now. 
<laughs> because there is there is actually a lot of uh, courses that I like at AU. But you know what? I want to change my answer to that because I enjoyed the the general chemistry courses, not the general chemistry one, but the second the one of the one of the, the general chemistries because there's two general chemistry courses. There's Chem two one seven and ten Chem two one eight. One of the I want to change it to that <laughs> to the chemistry two one eight because that was actually one of the first courses that I met students when I went to the lab, because that's one of the, the labs that you have to go in and do the labs with others, do the lab with other students. And I remember showing up to the lab and bringing, I was like a first year, why well, I wasn't a first year student, but I felt like a first year student, you know, that first day of class with like, I have all of my stuff ready and laid out on the table. And I was so excited to like meet other students. And I met other students from different, universities i remember one person was from university of waterloo there were a few students from ufc a few students from saskatchewan and that was amazing and none of them were actually from au there were students from different universities but i felt like i belonged with those with that group it was it was fun to see other students because i'm doing most of the time i'm doing correspondence work so yes i would pick chem 218 <laughs> instead of the one that I said earlier. Natalia, can I, can I give a shout out to my instructor for jurisprudence? Yeah. yeah his name was like Liam Connelly. Awesome. Thanks. He's one of the, he was one, he was in, he was my instructor for the, um, uh, the jurisprudence class, the 482. So I really liked him. He's one of the best instructor, I think, at the, at the, at the Basque University. That's great. Thanks. Um, and now moving on to a slightly easier question. Favorite movie or TV show? Maybe start with Vivanka B. Okay, thank you. So, um, so I don't know. I always watch, I don't watch TV anymore. I, don't, I cut off the news, I cut off everything. So what I do now, I just watch like Netflix shows like Modern Family. Oh my gosh, that's one of my favorite shows on Netflix. Modern Family, like this LGBT family, there's like, heterosexual uh, family and all these other family. It was really nice. It was just so funny. And I think that's one of my favorite for sure. And movies, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like horror movie. I always get so scared after I watch a horror movie. And I don't know. So I just prefer uh, watching Netflix shows for now, I guess. Nice. And Mel? Favorite TV show. Can I answer both and not or? <laughs> so favorite TV show. I love Shit's Creek, and I'm pretty sure like a lot of people have watched Shit's Creek. It's because, uh, yes, it's because their their humor is really Canadian, and it's it's so funny. It's 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 a beautiful show. And I remember they also had one episode when I think it was when Patrick came out to David. I'm not sure if it was that um, episode, but um, when Patrick came out, he at the end of the show, they had a thing for the LGBTQ plus, um, just an announcement, you know, that you are loved, whatever. And that, I remember one of my friends, when she watched that episode, she, she cried. She said that it's, it's amazing how, like, even though it's a comedy show, they want to highlight the issues that are existing, that are present right now in our society. And so that's why I love that show. T, uh, favorite movie. Oh, I know that Vangopi, she, doesn't like horror movies, but I I don't 
it's not my favorite, but I love Midsommar because it's just so, it's colorful. I love anything so visually appealing. And, um, and it's, it was just so brilliant how the, the, the scariest part of the, the movie, the, or yeah, the scariest part of the movie was it happened in broad daylight, which was brilliant in my opinion. Um, because most of the horror films, it happens at night where it's the, the, the darkest, you know, the darkest uh, point of the night. That's when usually horror films um, or the, the climax happens. But the Midsommar is just beautiful because it's, it's the it's colorful and visually appealing. It's just a lot. It's my eyes was, my eyes were full. It was, it was, it was an appetizing movie to watch. That sounds really good. And also agree about Schitt's Creek. So we're on the last question. And most students don't have an answer for this because we don't have time. But are you reading anything right now? Maybe apart from textbooks, if you're not completely understandable, because work and school takes up all the time. But if you are reading something, um, I'm not reading anything. I have so many textbooks from school right now. It's like I don't have time for myself, so I'm not reading anything. But should I finish my my program? Um, I want to take you know self care time for myself and maybe buy myself a nice cute little book and and read it for a little bit. For sure. I yeah, I'm not reading anything right now. I know Natalia, you're probably gonna hate me for this. <laughs> um, I've um, I've I've been thinking about um, reading more books uh, recently, and I've been charging my my e-reader. I don't accumulate, uh, like I don't I don't well, not accumulate, but I don't have physical books. I have I like to keep everything as you know as less tangible as possible. So I have yeah, so I have my e-reader, but I've been thinking, and hopefully I will take action on this um, of reading more books. But no, I don't. That's completely understandable. Because when you have, you know, 200 pages in a textbook to read a night. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard to make time. I know that's like a bad excuse, but it's, it's actually hard. Well, I wanted to thank you both for joining us today and um, wish everyone a happy pride. And if um, AU students want to find out more about what AUSU is doing, they are welcome to visit our website at ausu.org. And um, for those on social media, we also have pages on Facebook, um, Instagram, and there's also the AU student app. So I just want to let everyone know to stay tuned for Pride-related posts and contests. Until next time.